0: Today in the Big Break software podcast, we have Andrew Yates of Promoted.ai. Promoted provides unified measurement and optimization for search feed, promotions, and ads at top marketplaces. They are a Y-combinated company and customers include GoPuff, Hipcamp, Snackpass, Quit School, and Teachers Teachers Pay Teachers. Andrew tell us how he came up with the idea, funded his MVP, launched his product and gained his first few customers to navigate his zero to product market fit journey currently at well over a million ARR how are you today Andrew hey I'm great how are you I'm doing great thanks um, so specifically what will you tell me what problem um, promoted solves for your customers
1: yeah we are better matching buyers with sellers and we increase the profitability of our marketplaces by nine to eleven percent.
0: Okay. Um, okay. So, um, when did you guys start? When did you get started? I, I, I saw um, before the show. I, I checked out a little bit about your past. Your your ex Google employee. I guess you were working on ad, probably ad marketplace stuff at Google, and and you saw the problem, or or why don't you give me the story about how you got how you came up with the idea?
1: Yeah. Uh, my, my co-founder Dan. Uh, we were uh, engineering managers together at Pinterest ads. And and prior to that, I worked at Facebook ads engineering and and Dan worked at Google ads engineering. And that's how we assembled the team, is is ads engineers from from Facebook and Google, who we knew each other through our careers. Um, And Pinterest is one of the companies that brought us together and uh, we were able to take some good experiences and, and lessons learned from these two different companies on very very different approaches, and come up with their own system. Okay, cool. So, t- tell me specifically, like, what the
0: problem was when you like when you and Dan came up, like, started talking to each other, like, what were you talking about? Like, what was the problem?
1: Yeah. Uh, the problem is building ads as a social media company if you are Facebook or Pinterest or or even something like Airbnb or or DoorDash uh it's it's really hard <laughs> it's it's a tremendous amount of engineering work and i it's frequently underestimated how much work it is to make it good it's not hard to make it bad it's pretty easy to do something simple um and this is I'll get into a little bit some of the the tricks of this uh in the details. But uh what we saw was um at Pinterest it was increasingly more and more expensive and challenging to hire ads and engineers and, and and search and discovery feed recommendations engineers at the level and scale that a company like Pinterest would be interested in. And we also saw this was you know three, four years ago, that it wasn't just the usual suspects in terms of Facebook and Google. And then you would have like Snapchat and Twitter, et cetera, but it was also, uh, marketplaces and, and e-commerce companies like um, uh, Grab or uh, Instacart, for you know, DoorDash, mm-hmm. Airbnb, and um, I had always wanted to do a startup in this space. I, mean, I, I originally got into ad tech engineering for the pragmatic reason of it. it was the business that ran Silicon Valley, and I felt that the way to build a successful company in this space was learn how it was done at the most successful companies. And and for me, that, that was Facebook. Um, And then know how that works and and then eventually start a company, but Hey, it's a good life being in big technology and doing well at these companies. And Mm -hmm. um, that dream kind of got put aside for, for, you know, starting family and all the other things. And uh, it, it was reawoken when, um there there's a woman who's leading business strategy at Pinterest and we went to lunch and and she mentioned, Hey, um do you know of any good startups in ad tech? All the good startups have been bought by Facebook and Google and there's there's nothing out there that Pinterest would be would has, has any interest at all would be of, of any value to a company like Pinterest at at, at our level. Mm-hmm. And so uh that was a wake-up call to me to take a look around and say, oh, you know, actually there are no Good companies that provide search feed ads at the level of top tech companies. There are a lot of companies that do it for like mom and pop or like for like a really simple entry sort of uh, level, but nothing for like big enterprise companies that have solid engineering teams. And so at the same time, we knew this was a huge demand because everyone was trying to build this in an house. And so Dan and I, uh, it was a combination of we saw that there was this counterintuitive market opportunity of of selling technology to technology companies in their core line of business, which sounds like a terrible business idea, but we're doing pretty yeah. well.
0: Yeah. I, I, um, I was I was gonna ask that. So I'm I'm trying to visualize because it's it sounds to me like you're at, is it like you're actually creating something that helps Google and Facebook, because I'm not familiar with this space, right? So, yeah. um, but your customers are not actually Google and Facebook. So your, no. cu- so your customers are using this to, as like an add-on for their ads or something? It's not like an ad espresso type thing where you where you help people serve their ads. It's more like, no. uh, um,
1: well... Think of like uh, Hipcamp uh, or, or or GoPuff if, if you're familiar with these apps. No, I'm not actually. No. Um, um, are you familiar with Airbnb? Yeah, of course. Yeah. F- fantastic. So Hipcamp is basically Airbnb but for camping. Okay. Uh, what we do for Hipcamp is we sort their search and promote the best listings at the top to increase revenue. Okay. Okay, and you think, well, how hard is that, right? Well, that that is the business of Google and Facebook. That's the, it, from from their perspective, the only way that they make money is they have a list of ten things or whatever your newsfeed is, and they will decide. Feed so, when you say
0: newsfeed in Google, you're talking
1: about in Facebook, okay, in Facebook, okay, right. in Facebook. okay. S- similar model. The idea, like okay. what you show to people in that list of things to show. Okay. That's their whole business, right? Okay, and the technology to do that profitably has occupied thousands of engineers for decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's some there's some things to it, and and we take that type of thinking to other marketplaces. And uh, we, we optimize everything in search and feed, um, not, not just ads, but we take ad type of thinking to optimize everything for sale. Because if, if you think about it, if you're opening Airbnb, for example, every listing in Airbnb is, is trying to sell you something. It's a box with an image and some text, and it has an objective, and they're competing with each other. We made the leap to say, well, why not just optimize everything like an ad, mm-hmm. even if it's not an ad. Of course, we optimize ads too. Yeah, uh, and and that turns out to be very effective for driving commercial results. And the commercial result, from the user perspective, means you're you're able to find the thing that you want to buy, and then you buy it. And from a seller, it's it's you you got sales. Okay, okay, that makes
0: sense. So you had this. Uh you you had this lunch with this, uh, Pinterest executive. Um, how, like, how long did it, you told her, it's like, no, I don't know anything. I'll get back to you. And then you started to to think like, I better, I want to create something so that I can come back to her. What was sort of the, what was the follow on from that?
1: <laughs> oh, well, I mean, there were a few lines of thought. One was, as I said, I, I had wanted to start a company in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're in, you're like in the Valley, right? You're, yeah i live i live in san francisco yes um and i wanted to start some sort of ad tech startup but it just didn't seem like that was a that that was a great way to lose money the decade ago (laughs) (laughs) that 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 that, that was a a popular way to have a a failure of a startup um like rocket fuel and such like there were some big flame outs um uh, and the other thought was, I did have a, uh, I, I did know someone who had a fantastic ad tech startup. They were bought by Google. Yeah, <laughs> like she said, like if they were any good, they they were acquired by by Facebook and Google a few years ago. So the, the environment had changed. Uh-huh. I I had thought of it still from like my experience when I first came here to San Francisco, um, geez, almost ten years ago, um, but the environment had changed. So there weren't there wasn't competition in that space. But the the other part of it was, um, well, well, geez, why don't I go build that company? I'm i I'm, I'm the in-house team. I'm pounding my head on. There's all sorts of challenging internal organization challenges about you don't you don't typically get to build the the world's greatest product in the way that you wish it was always built. Um, at whatever company you're working at. And, and that that's true for um, building ads at any sort of company. It was true, true for me at Pinterest. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to build a better system and I saw a market opportunity for it. And it was a, a latent desire for me to want to do it anyways. And I saw an opportunity to get ahead of this trend.
0: Okay, so when you're when you're thinking about this, like walk me through the sort of, okay, I can convert from my full-time job to doing it. I mean, did you do it on the side? Did, were you the one, I mean, how did you put together, the, how did you put together everything? Do you come, you approached Dan and you guys started coding in and you
1: were, he was still at, at Google and you're still at uh, Facebook or? Well, we we were both at, at Pinterest for oh, okay. uh, a few years. And so we had worked together already at Pinterest, and we really enjoyed working with each other. And in fact, I had um, Dan. Dan left Pinterest before I had, and and he was kicking around some startup ideas and uh, visited, and you know, I was like, "Hey, what startup ideas?" And we were thinking about it. Um, and then uh, later, I, I, I reapproached Dan, and my idea was, "Hey, hey, Dan, um, why don't?" Instead of whatever startup he's working on, why don't you join my startup? and we'll, 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 we'll be equal partners in this, and let's let's build the thing we know how to build. Like let's take our career uh, advantage of having built this for for years and years, and make that our company, as as opposed to you know something that totally outside of our area of, of of expertise and experience. And yes, that that was a good idea. Okay, so. Uh, I still want to
0: kind of like, when you start, when you come to Dan and you're like going to explain to him like in, in like a sentence or two, what is, what are you telling him that you're building? Like, what's the, the core things like, I'm going to build some ad tech and- uh, make Oh, what, it what I told in-
1: Dan literally, I mean, the, the gist of it was, let's take the stuff that we've have been building in our career for the last several years, put it in a box, sell it to other people and own it for ourselves
0: okay so read read basically because it was bloated and it was i mean what was like what was wrong with the um i mean i'm trying to like i'm trying to visualize how you are saying. okay you know pinterest and all these companies they've spent millions of dollars on this and you guys are two guys like how are you gonna because because you're taking it from the perspective that uh you it needs to be rebuilt and you can do it better because it will be lighter and it focuses more on the core um, issues that the customers are doing, or you're replacing the in-house programming and you know what, what people are trying to build in-house.
1: Well, the, the ideal customer wouldn't be Pinterest today. They already have an ad system and it's good. It's it's quite very good. I mean, better than our system. They've had however many engineers work on it for however many years. Right. Uh, It's, it's more of like Pinterest, five, six, seven years ago when they were first getting started. We wish that this product had existed because we felt felt like there were a lot of missteps and things that didn't that took much longer than they needed to have taken. And and not necessarily Pinterest in its in its beginning, but other companies these days who have similar sorts of problems around um, building their own internal performance ads business. And then later we realized that this technology, that, that ad performance, ad technology like that powers ads on, on Google or Facebook was much better than general recommendation engines and search engines and, and such for commercial marketplaces in particular and or e-commerce. And we also realized that um, there were a tremendous number of different existing solutions out there for e-commerce because the catalog is smaller, static, I mean it's just an easier problem, um but many fewer for in general uh marketplaces it's just a harder problem, and so we found a niche where we were able to get started now back to your original question of uh well we found a niche to get started, a market to get started where the the the, the need was very high, and we had expertise to be able to meet it, even though we would have some maybe a more prototype solution we build on and the
0: niche specifically was was Two, but,
1: two-sided marketplaces
0: okay two-sided marketplaces yeah. okay
1: and and not just ads for two-sided marketplaces although we started that way we, we realized that we could apply ad technology the same technology to optimize ads could just optimize everything in a marketplace and then we'd also could do ads as well but like if you open hipcamp right now for example there there are no ads in hipcamp they' don't, they don't have really promotions in fact we're just using the sort of technology for optimizing Conversions for ads to optimize all the conversions on every listing on HipCamp. And going back to like the Airbnb analogies, like figuring out the best thing for people to book, that the challenge for these types of marketplaces is that every item is unique and they're all quite similar as well. Like if you run this through a computer model, Every item in a marketplace is unique. It doesn't have a lot of history. And for some marketplaces, like HipCamp, for example, it'll just come back of a classifier as it's a campsite, you know, tree, mm-hmm. camper. You know, a, there's yeah. no distinguishing feature, unlike a product catalog where they're all very different products. And so there's much more for typical traditional machine learning to do. And so there exists technology for optimizing this more challenging case where everything is unique, they're ephemeral, they don't last too long, they, they're, they're being created, they're being destroyed. And, and that's how ads appear in, um, in social media. And mm-hmm. so we use this sort of technology and techniques to optimize ads, to optimize things in, uh, in, in marketplaces. And, and the technology can be used for optimizing really anything, but that was a space where it was hard enough that existing solutions were quite poor and we had a working solution that could increase conversions by by nine percent, right off okay. the bar. Okay, got it, got it. It's um, okay. So, um,
0: how long was it that you had? How long did it take to build the plat this uh,
1: platform? Oh, we're still we're still building it.
0: But when you went to launch, like between when you be, let's say when you first started to, you know, you spoke with Dan and you start. To, I guess you guys started. To to did you go out and find money first, or did you start building it and then come? I uh, you obviously yeah. you were at, at YC, so yes. like what state were you when you went to YC? Was that the first? Was that the first sort
1: of step in the journey to launching the product? Um. So there are a few questions here. I'm going to backtrack a bit. Sure. Uh, there was a, a question previously. You said, "Hey, how did you communicate this idea to Dan?"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I I didn't have to communicate very much. I just said, Dan, let's go build ads as a service. Mm -hmm. And we had worked in this space for years and years and years and years. We knew what that meant. And we worked together too, like at the same company. So we knew what I was talking about. Uh, So I I wanted to go back to that because that's also important for how we raised capital where um, we got started. Um, I I left Pinterest. Dan had already left Pinterest. Um, Mm Sadly, COVID started, that was not fun, um, but it's okay, we're, now we're locked down. Yeah. And um, we have a prototype and we don't have customers yet, and we are we're, we wanna hire our friends. And, and and our pitch for hiring our friends to get us to join us was something like, first, whatever you're working on at your current company, Facebook or, or Google or, or Twitter, but you've maybe worked at Facebook, Google before, Um, No matter how much they're paying you, it's worth that much more to them, own it for yourself. And the other is, hey, aren't you tired of dealing with these product managers who just don't know what they're doing and like all of this cruft and garbage you have to deal with? Um, Come build it for yourself. You know better. You know what better looks like. Come build it with us. You don't have to deal with all of that. Just own it for yourself. And this is an important topic because that's also how we raise funding because Um, okay. If you've worked at Google for several years as a success, a successful engineer and ads backend or discovery or such, mm-hmm. um, you are well compensated. And so one of the feedbacks we got was, wow, that's, that's a fantastic idea, but man, it's actually at, at your level, I would be why don't I just continue making that salary and just pay invest in your startup and you guys go build it and I'll cheer you on, and so that's how we raised some of our first angel capital was people we were trying to recruit and they did the math in their head and just like I I would be better off just staying, staying here yeah. and giving and you that. buying equity okay okay so you which, did that work. which which was nice um but you know we. If if this ever gets back to them, I mean, we, we, we want we want them. Uh, we, we of course really love their investment. Um, but uh, that that math was that, that that was an interesting challenge at the at the early stage when you're trying to recruit highly experienced people. Your valuation of your company is is really weird because even if you're giving large fractions to um, to engineers or even co-founders, uh, the valuation of your total company if you just take like the total annual compensation of everyone involved and extrapolate it for a few years you're talking tens of millions at minimum right and, yeah okay that's that's a pretty healthy valuation for a a pre-seed pre-product pre-customer company already yeah. uh so there was some like moving around the math you could get started but that, that that's how we originally raised uh some capital we we had raised um almost a, a million dollars in that way before um, doing Y Combinator and then so, we raised another. So
0: you said you said you had the prototype that you built, the, you and
1: Dan built the prototype
0: and yeah. is that right? Okay. And how long did it take you to build that prototype? Is this like sort of three, four months?
1: Well, again, we're still building it and there are different versions of it.
0: I, we, when, we built different you went, parts. You had a, the first prototype I'm talking about, proof of concept.
1: We didn't have a finished working proof of concept until um, at least a year in. I mean, in terms of like deliverable to a customer, which which was fine. We had pieces of that were important. Uh, we had like a metric system prototype early on. Dan uh-huh. built a, a manager like like ads manager, Google Ads manager. That was a team he managed for for years and years. Uh-huh. Um, he built a prototype of that, um, which we didn't really feel was production ready, but it, it got some of the, 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 the thought across. Um, we then for the um, production serving part, I had built a bunch of prototypes from the optimization perspective and, and refining some of the algorithms. So I, I had some unique ideas about how to optimize auction prices. And in fact, the company was originally called Algorithmic auctions as as opposed to promoted promoted AI Mm -hmm. Um, And so these were the original prototypes and What we found out about talking to customers is that um, Customers they would say they would want ads Mm -hmm. Maybe but bigger companies would just say well hey Why don't we hire you like how about you shut down your company come work for us And um, other, and they would also say well like, hey you know can you improve our total optimization like and the answer is yes we, we would look to see how they had built their existing search and retrieval systems and and they were just not good um, they're very primitive in comparison to what we had expect from from let's say um, uh, from Pinterest yeah and so we took that technology and we actually in fact just shelved a lot of the really cool, fancy auction technology and, um, focused just on conversion and click prediction and all all of the data infrastructure associated with that. And, um, by, by, by the time of Y Combinator, then we had a a working product and it was pretty primitive, but it measured engagement. And then, um, did you have any
0: customers uh, when you went to Y Combinator?
1: No. You had no customers at that time. No, um, we, we had, uh, we had some, uh, letters of intent.
0: Okay. Is it sounds to me like at that time doing an integration with a customer is going to be pretty involved. Am, am I right? Shockingly involved.
1: Yeah. Very, it was, it, was, it's, it, yeah. it sounds
0: like We're, almost like a customized problem. Cause you're, you, you mentioned like why you just come work in house with us and to build what you have for your engine and then, then to, to integrate with their platform and maybe it's a different tech
1: stack. And um, yeah. um, so- I mean, we, we have it now. Uh, at that time, effectively you would say, well we'll, well, we'll integrate it for you. In fact, we still do custom integration work. We're happy to, to do it. Um, but this, this was a big challenge in why there aren't other promoted AI companies, which is most companies get over this integration problem by building a simple product. Uh The problem with a simple product is if it's so simple, then you can have, if you have a team of a hundred engineers in your Silicon Valley company, you would build it in house and they do. Um, So it needs to be sophisticated enough that it's just not trivially built in house. I mean, even if you get into the door, in terms of like getting like a prototype in place, if you if they start paying you like millions of dollars per per year in revenue, they're gonna take a look at it and be like, they have all sorts of hungry engineers looking for projects. Like, hey, why pay this vendor? How about we just bring this in house? Yeah, they if if your product isn't sophisticated enough, then they'll just do that. So regarding the integration piece, yeah, we had some early design partners. Uh, snack pass and hip camp were uh, the two we actually had another one uh, queenly mm-hmm. um, and ultimately they decided that they weren't going to continue with us but it was just um, make it work at all costs and we had a lot of engineering experience and um, we we built alongside and now we have it yeah um- Talk to me a little bit about um, getting
0: into Y, because I know it's a big deal getting into Y Combinator. What was uh, what was the process like for you, and um, wh- what do you feel like they found in you that got you through, like, say, the initial um, cohort, which I know is, could be quite competitive? Like, what was the, their sort of interest in you guys?
1: Um or was it easy well, we for had, you? We had solid answers in like a solid plan and clear commitment. There, there are a variety of things that Y Combinator tells you that they would like to see. Um, we were two experienced engineers who had worked with each other before, mm-hmm. who were building something in our domain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did they have
0: concern that you didn't have sales and marketing?
1: Um, well, they were interested to know about it. It wasn't a blocker for us being accepted. Okay. Well, what we would say is, we would tell them the progress we did have. We had a letter of an intent from from Toro, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, the, like what was Toro willing to uh, pay you?
0: On, let's say, like on a monthly, what was sort of the price?
1: A, a fraction of revenue for an ad. Product on, on Turo, which which by the way they've never exercised. I love talking. I love Turo. They're they're great people. I, Turo is the, um, the 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 um, like Robinhood type app. That one? Talking no, about? Turo is car sharing. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can rent your car. You you can put your car up for rent, and other people can rent your car. Okay. Uh, really fantastic marketplace. Um, they're they're big company. Um, so we had some customer proof points. And and we were also able to talk about here's here's a market opportunity here's a technology here's here's a demo, um. It, it seemed like a plausible bet. We had solid answers for here's what we're going to build, here's how we're going to sell it, here's who's going to buy it, here's why we would be successful at it, and dim, demonstrable proof like and here's why we're committed like we've been working on it for, some, some several months. Mm-hmm. Um, we had raised capital. Uh, from from friends and family um, in, in the way that I just, had just described. We were able to answer their questions. I mean, they had questions like, why wouldn't someone just build this in-house? Yeah. Like, and if you ever become that valuable, then they're either just going to bring it in-house when it becomes valuable enough, or they will just force you to be acquired by them or else they'll build it in-house like what are you going to do about that these are good questions my answer was uh first it's very difficult to build it in-house well uh because we know that because we've managed those teams for for years and years Mm -hmm. we know a lot about it um so they'll try but it'll be unsuccessful and second um regarding a single giant customer well we We'll get multiple large customers. Yeah, and how, and how the best answer? Like, well, no, but we did it. So look, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. said so, so that's what we're going to do, and we did it. So that's that's yeah. that's a good track record. It,
0: it sounds like they were probably most interested that you guys had such uh, you know expertise in that in that domain, which was the ad tech and all that, which would be difficult to bring in house, I would imagine.
1: I mean, you could hire it from. Well, that's what people do. That's that our target customers will hire people with this sort of experience. The the Mm -hmm. problem is, first, that's very expensive. Second, they have to build it. Like just because you hire people doesn't mean they build it.
0: Right, and as you
1: as as you know, it takes a year, right? So, oh, uh, uh, well, it takes forever. I mean, it takes a very very long time to build it very well, and a lot of it has to do with organizational politics around how these teams are organized in my opinion it's not just the challenge of engineering and having the experience it's also managing and leading that team frequently when the when the ads people are brought in a lot of the times is managed as desperation by a company that needs to make profits now yeah Uh oh well that's not a recipe for fantastic engineering discipline it's it's a recipe for a lot of uh Corner cutting, and we'll call it. Well, okay, the business of ads is you're 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 sacrificing future growth for profits today. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a big problem if you don't very carefully manage it and optimize it. If your business is valued on your future growth, so what generally happens is, in addition to being very hard to build because you you have you're selling search and discovery. It's like search and discovery recommendations, which is already known to be pretty challenging. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, you're spending other people's money. And it's not—it's also adversarial. So, it's like you're selling search and discovery. So, you have to solve search and discovery first. And you have like the metrics aspect, how you can make value, and you have to do it profitably. Mm-hmm. But you also have to do it profitably in your own product as well, because generally, you're degrading your user experience. If, if you've ever opened to pick an e-commerce app of your choice and like you're inundated with ads and it's obnoxious and you you don't, you don't like it and you stop using the product as much that goes to the, the future growth of the company. So what, what typically happens is um, from like an organizational perspective, in addition to getting a huge bump bump of revenue early on, uh, then it starts cannibalizing the future growth, but you can't ever say that because that's like your asset. So, how do you fix that? Well, generally, it's just not fixed, and your business starts to decay, and you <laughs> you have a big problem. Um, that's one of the reasons why we're really optimistic about our approach. First of all, because we we optimize for that entire problem. It's not just dumping ad dollars today. You have to optimize the entire marketplace altogether, and and the ads piece of it, in the and for that matter, discount promotions like offers, like five dollars mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. It's an entire holistic economic optimization but that's very very challenging to build for one but two like an organization perspective these different teams generally just don't communicate for a variety of bad incentives that are very meaningful internally but from the company perspective are irrational so that's that's part of the reason why um one reason we're we're actually pretty excited about this current market situation frankly like this is
0: this, this is, is you. This is, yeah. So, um, tell me about um, you had Toro as your first customer. We've got this big uh, um, integration problem. How did you get through that? Like, talk to me about your second customer. Was Toro your ended up being your first customer?
1: No, no. Toro never actually bought our product. Oh, they Although never did. I okay. talk to them to this day. Uh, every month or so, I talk to to and- Andrew Toro. he's it's, it's awesome. It's, like, I love yeah. them. But they never. There was like, yeah, oh, we're yeah. we're gonna eventually build in house, or yeah, exactly. you know, they've done very well. Like yeah. used cars were, um, yeah. You've been paying attention to the economy, like last last few years. Used cars have been yeah, uh, yeah. extremely valuable. They, they didn't have yeah. a profitability problem, so they didn't really need us. Yeah. Um, other industries are experiencing other challenges these days, and so yes. uh, that, and that and that's fine. Uh, yeah. Our first. Couple of customers were, um, well, you know, the, the first one we we integrated with was uh, Queenly, which was ended up being in our in our batch, mm-hmm. and um, I don't want to get into too many details, but short short stories, it, it didn't work. It didn't work. Okay. No, that was sad. I mean, there were a few pieces like we discovered that it's really for for mobile apps, you need a mobile engineer expert. Uh-huh. Cause we were backend engineers, mostly in yeah. my is more ML and, and Dan's more on like manager and, and metrics and infrastructure. So, um, yeah, I mean, lesson learned. Yeah. We didn't, they, they're just like, look, this is too much work to integrate. And this is too much. We, we don't want to do it anymore. And they just like ghosted us. That sucked. It wasn't very nice. Yeah, because, Were you at yeah, YC but, at that time? Yeah, we were, there, we were in yeah. YC at that time. And they're just like, it's just, just like, you know, on um, social social media of your choice are just like stop responding to messages.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You could <laughs> at least tell us why you're, you know, just that you're stopping, you know.
1: Oh, well, we knew why. <laughs> they, they, because they, um, I, and I think we did get that message. It was something like, it's like too it's much work. It's too much We don't work, recognize yeah. the value. Yeah. Um, we have other priorities. I didn't yeah. need to focus my attention elsewhere, which yeah. is all very reasonable. But okay, we didn't stop. We had other customers. Uh, we also found out that part of the problem was they were quite small. So when you're when you're a small company, you don't have a lot of uh, gross merchandising value, GMV. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, gross merchandise value. You, you, like your your problem is you need to grow like three hundred percent now. Like not profitability is. Unit profitability, yes, is, is a thing, but it's not—it's not your top problem. Yeah, um and we also saw some like other smaller customers where they would pay like I don't know a thousand dollars a month or something like that. And again, it was like so much work, a lot of infrastructure, not worth it to them. So the first customer that was a much better fit was Snack Pass, mm-hmm. and they had a mobile app. But at that time, we had learned lessons from previous customer about oh man, like just because you're mostly a end optimization service, don't don't skimp on mobile. So we, we had hired a, a really fantastic mobile engineer that we knew and uh, really focused on making sure the mobile integration worked really well. And, um, and I just kept iterating with them and uh, just really try to go above and beyond whatever it took. Their systems were broken, we'd fix it. Um, so yeah. it was the, the hustle that got
0: you through that first snack pass was a big, was your first customer.
1: Yeah. Just trying to be really fantastic people to work with and solve the, whatever, whatever problem they had, it didn't matter what it was. So long as we could help, we, we would solve it because one of their challenges was that they, they didn't have a whole lot of, um, uh, experienced engineers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had some really great engineers, but not, not so much as, um, like the profile of, of the more older people like, like us. Yeah. Uh, so like we could, be valuable to them in other ways about hey, hey here's how we would advise to do this or that and yeah um and they were just really fantastic partners and i i don't think the snack pass experience is easy to replicate it just so happened that they've been incredibly gracious to help us get started and we provided value where we could um the next customer then was was hip camp mm-hmm. and, and that's big
0: that was big
1: and that was that's a big a, one then that, yeah. that was because they were they were at this 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 sweet spot where um, although Snack Pass has this this features feed, which is an interesting part of their business, it's not it's not their core focus. Yeah. Uh their their core focus is you're standing in line and you get, you have Snack Pass. Uh-huh. Um they have other aspects of their business. Hip camp, their whole business is it's Airbnb, right? It's like Airbnb for campsites. Yeah. Uh, it's just a list of listings. It's a marketplace. And their core problem is optimizing it. And we got started because um some we, we we were connected through a a friend who knew the CEO. Um it was something they were trying to fix internally, I guess it had gone sideways or they were looking for more, more optimizations. And the the fit was because their, their engineering management leadership had done this at Uber before. Mm-hmm. So they knew how hard it was. Whereas smaller companies don't know, they don't know, like, mm-hmm. oh, how hard could it be? Like how much could it cost? Yeah. In this case, it was someone from Uber marketplace and it was like, oh no, this is actually extremely hard Mm -hmm. and expensive to do well and it's not going to happen in like a couple of months with a few data scientists. So um, he saw us and our team and he talked to us and he knew that we knew what we were doing and he gave us a shot. And then and then the whole company was like okay whatever you do make make sure hipcamp works and that's what we focused on for months and months and we made it work yeah and we still do like to this day it's just every day i don't i don't care how good hipcamp is today i only care about how much better it can be and all i care about is just keep optimizing it no matter how good it is make it better faster more optimized
0: W- was there a point? Um, was there a point that you remember where you're like, "Okay, this is going to work. This is working." And it, it was. Do you remember that? Was it when you like? Because it sounds like it's such a huge job. Like, um, you just got through maybe hip camp. Okay, this is starting to work. Was there a moment that you remember? Okay, this
1: company what? is going
0: to survive.
1: Well, regarding it surviving, that's. When um, when we, when we landed to out school and and uh, gopuff contracts, I mean those yeah, are huge customers, the yeah, because our yeah. challenge is competing against in-house and getting a shot. Yeah. Once we can get a contract and start working on a company, we know we can solve it. but we the only way we grow is by successfully solving it for bigger and better customers, and then those bigger and better customers, People talk in the industry. They'll they'll do reference check and be like, "Look, is it good or not?" Un- unlike you know a lot of like e commerce sort of marketplace search providers, oh, ridiculous. You know, some business person like, "Yeah, they're great." You know, I'm on, on marketing, and you know, it's like, you know, no one. Yeah, right. You, you need to talk to that really crusty guy from from Google with his you know team of twelve people and uh, he's been there, done that. And like, did you find promoted valuable? And like, if they say, yes, that's good. And if they say, (laughs) no, they won't say anything if, if, if it's not good, um, or Amazon, or, you know, like these people who have, who know what they're doing, they know what good looks like, and they know how to measure value carefully. If they say you're good, then you're good. And in regarding when when did we know the company was definitely going to work in terms of like a technical perspective? I don't know. Last week? I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> evolving. So you never we, yeah. I, I tell I tell everyone, assume everything is broken. I don't care how good people say it is. I don't I don't I don't care what their measurement says. I don't care if it worked yesterday. Assume every day it's not going to work. And that's why just like Assume every day you're, you're, you have to work from zero, um, and and keep iterating like that for years, and you end up with a Facebook. Yeah. And so, like uh, a few a few weeks ago, we we went live with OutSchool. Okay, um, Outschool is multi billion dollar marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, we increased their conversions by ten percent. Yeah. Great. And and I was right out of the box, and we're like, wow, we Which did it again. Significant, eh? I mean, t- yeah, know, ten, ten just profitability. To do, yeah. like, it's yeah. like volume. So like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that could be the difference, depending on what their unit economics are. Who can say? But yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say. But like, yeah. it's it's it goes to your efficiencies. Yeah. Like for each user, they buy 10 percent more. Mm-hmm. So that's multiplicative. Yeah, um, yeah generally goes to margins. So that's really powerful. Yeah, um, that's why this this is super valuable to do it. Uh, very well that that's why companies will invest um like like Amazon or even like like coupon for example, like Amazon of, of Korea, for example, like they have hundreds of engineers working on search discovery ads. why because one percent two percent three percent improvements at volume are the difference between profitability at volume and unprofitability at volume, which is a lot yeah. So, um, anyway, that's, that's last
0: question. I want to make sure I get you uh, off on the hour. Um, let's say you're going back out with your um, your colleague from Pinterest and she's saying, do you know any good at tech startups? Uh, and what are you thinking to yourself? Like, is it, would you position yourself for a sale right then? Or what what's what are you what are you sort of thinking now, how you're doing in the space and what you would think? what she would think now? Yeah, would she be interested in, in, uh, in your, I mean, did you create the, um, did you create the company uh, that she was talking about from that first conversation with her?
1: That's a good question. I think, so if, if I were her, she would see us as interesting, but not good enough. I mean, going back in time, even at like where where Pinterest was maybe 40 years ago, I think it would still be not quite there. It and we really. actually get this—we get this quite a bit. We get this quite a bit from, well, I, I don't want to name names here, but acquisition. Oh promise. yeah. We, well, we yeah. got a lot of like, lame ones like, Hey, how about you come work for us? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, f- why? And they're like, and leave my company th- No, but, you know? Yeah. Well, we, we get, we get a lot of that. We got, we got, yeah. especially early on, uh, there was like this, uh, uncanny Valley thing where it's like, are you just like unemployed engineers that we would like to employ or like, is this a company? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we would get offers of like, how about you come work for, publicly traded social media company. And, and, and I, you know, when you want to use, like, okay. And, and like, yeah, that's it. Oh, no, like, no thanks. that's it. you yeah. know like, yeah, i done like, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, don't think we've surmounted, well, we'll surmount it when, when you see that our customers are well-known social media companies, uh-huh. uh, we continue to sign better and better marketplaces. But uh, for the social media side, that's, that, that is record business. It's not like fulfilling marketplace. Um, it's just the ad tech part. We, we ultimately want to build an ad network and start connecting the demand from these marketplaces across our network to, uh, to balance this network. We will need things like social media because they have a lot of supply of attention and we would have aggregated all of the demand for attention. Um, yeah, I, I think that she would, if, if it was like, go back in time four years or three years or whatever, and take the company as it is today, it would have been in her spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And someone from the BD department would have talked to us, who would have had talked to us already. But I don't think we would have met the bar for, oh yeah, we're going to, um, acquire. well, we want them to buy our product regarding acquiring the company, sure. Of course, they'll acquire the company, but would they acquire the company at a price that, of that, had any interest to us? No, I don't think so, not yet. And and part of it is just because, um, the bar for building this technology is extremely high, Mm -hmm. but also it's very challenging to find talented engineers who both like building it and demonstrably can build it. We built it, right? I mean, that's pretty good proof. Like we're demonstrably interested in building it together as a team because. Concretely, we did that, and we continue to do it, and we'll continue to do it. So that's still, I think, for like a company like uh, publicly traded social media companies, I think that's where we are today. But um, we'll continue signing these mega marketplaces and uh, running all of their search feed discovery and growing bigger and bigger. And um, same time, performance ads business is not doing very well. And it's, it's a time maybe they think about some new ideas as opposed to, how about hiring yet another hundred million dollars of engineers to go, eck out some extra conversion rates that are struggling right now because of data privacy issues and some other yeah. ideas? So um, I I think uh, the 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 industry evolution is is evolving more towards uh, making it interesting for us. Yeah, it sounds like it is.
0: Great, thank you so much for your time, Andrew. Um, anywhere if people want to reach out to you,
1: what's the best way to do that? Oh, uh you can reach out to me at a yeates at promoted.ai. Visit us at our website, promoted, promoted promoted.ai. Perfect. We'll have
0: that in the show notes. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you.